The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. We are back here on Beyond the Fairway, presented by Genesis. I am with my co-host, Douglas Smith, and we just got back from uh, PJ Championship. But before we start talking about PJ Championship, let's give a shout-out to a guest that we have coming in, speaking with us, Solomon Wilcox, former Cincinnati Bengals safety, and also a radio personality on Sirius XM. We're going to talk about the ins and outs of uh, football, life, etc., general. Either way, it's going to be a good conversation. We're going to learn something. So, Douglas Fresh. Yo, what's up, man? Tell good. me. Hello. How was the week at PJ Genesis? Did everything turn out the way you wanted? Did you make money on the side on your bets? Did you see JT winning? What, what, what's popping? Well, I don't know what PGA Genesis is, but I, oh, appreciate say Genesis? The, I appreciate the extra plug for Genesis. Man, what a week, though. Will and I got a chance to go up to... Uh, Oklahoma, my first time in the entire state. I don't know if it was yours, Will, but that was my first time in Tulsa. First time. Uh, an, an amazing experience there. Lots the of week. first times. We got to go to um, the Greenwood District, Black Wall Street. That was amazing. You know, I, My mom had told me stories about Black Wall Street and this era where black folks were striving and we had a community. And, and, and shout out, and before you get started, shout out to Tiffany Crutcher, who is Dr. Uh, Dr. Tiffany Crutcher. Who is part of Black Wall Street? Uh, part of uh, educating uh, the 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 people that come visit Tulsa on what Tulsa used to be. Yeah, and the Terrence Crutcher Foundation. Her twin brother was was stolen from us years ago in 2016. Uh, un, unarmed man shot. Um, needless, senseless police violence. But while we were there, will you know the love, the the respect that we received from the, from the city of Tulsa, the state of Oklahoma was was fantastic. I mean, we got some of the best. Lift rides you could have, uh, stories galore. Uh, we got to you know participate beyond the fairway. Excuse me, beyond the green. Again, there with the PGA of America, and uh, I just want to say that Seth Waugh is my homie. At the end of the day, Seth Waugh is my guy. If anybody got anything negative to say about his ass, you call me first. Yeah, but also you, you can't you know you can't um, uh, not give a shout out to uh, people that make Seth Waugh. Uh, job a bit easier, which is Rachel Melendez, maybe head mm. uh, program director for PJ Reach and PJ yes. Works. Yeah, uh, again, you just that. mentioned uh, Beyond the Green is something you and I hosted. Uh, we did this our third, fourth one, I want to believe. Third, and third, third one. Everyone's yeah. been a success. Uh, shout out to also uh, PGD Global, uh, Nisha and Seema Sadaker uh, for producing that event. But uh, you know, every time that we're there, we learn something new about the game of golf. We yeah. are in position to grow the game, and that's what kind of makes everything so uh, so easy for us and, and comes so natural and authentic. But I want to get your take, Doug, on, Come on. Give it to JT. 
Man, wow. I, I want to get out with the ending of everything uh, between Mito, Pereira. Right, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give it to you, Brian. Okay. Get the beep. Get get the beep ready. Yes. Turn into the back nine come Sunday. That's when the tournament starts to me. I did not see that shit coming. Let me say it one more time. I didn't see it coming, Will. I didn't see JT with the opportunity to hoist the Wanamaker. I thought Mito Pereira was going to take it back to Santo, uh, or Santiago, Chile. You know, so so proud and happy for, for what he was doing and what he was going to accomplish. Hadn't had a, a first-time PGA winner since 91 in John Daly. And and you called it Vandeveld esque. I think no, that's it, a little it, strong. It, it was a lo- it was a low calorie John Vandeveld. It's low calorie John Vandeveld. It was. I, but, but did you see the swing that he put together on the 18th hole? That was a a nervous, scared, terrified, just just make contact. That, that was that was the body. That's the body stop. I thought I thought somebody. I thought it was. I thought he was. You know. Held up. I didn't know what happened. He just stopped. Like I didn't know what it was. But but I hate to say it though, and no offense to to Mito, he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready for that position. I mean, if you think about it again, he has he has three he has three uh, corn ferry tour wins. That's his second time appearing in a major at all in general. I mean, but he just he just he just wasn't ready. You know, he just wasn't ready. He hasn't had enough um, enough scar tissue. So well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you who else wasn't ready. Will Zalatoris non-putting ass. Have you seen all the replays of Will Zalatoris's putter blade and what it man, does I, 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 on man. four or five footers? I, I don't know if you can teach that or should teach it, but Will, you got arm lock to try to stabilize everything, and you still got the putter doing this. Man, that, that Will, putter was pop locking. That putter, that, it seemed like it was a game. How many times can I move off the line and back on the line man. in point milliseconds? He's playing hot. <laughs> Hide and seek with his face angle. Like, uh oh, uh oh, here it come, here it come. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> that man did the MC Hammer. Whoa, 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 But that's the yeah. thing. The sad part is the putting is really not what held him back during the playoff. He birdied the first hole, didn't birdie the second hole, and then Dustin, Dustin said, Give it to me. And big okay. shouts out to Justin Thomas, man. Yeah. That, he went and took it. He stole he, that championship. He, 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 I mean, he, he, was, he, was, he stole it because he was. Uh, well, he was tra- he tra- tra- by seven, seven strokes. I don't even know the numbers. It was a lot. Well, it, it put it like put it like this. Uh, it, trail by seven. What's the stat I saw? Trail by seven uh, entering in the day, which um, five majors, five majors prior, the winner has came down from seven strokes. Hmm. I don't know if I wrote that right, but I know that I, I was trying to say. But either either way, either way, <laughs> JT. So you remember going back to the uh, the Players Championship, Doug. And when he was on the 18th hole, and he did, me and you had a, a, a huge back and forth. Not this one that we just had, the year prior. I said last year. What did I say? I'm just making sure people understand, because the oh, last okay. player's oh, championship, right. Cam Smith Cam, won. Cam Smith, yeah. We're going well, back to yeah. his win. Well, yeah, okay, last year, you and I had a big debate on the 18th hole. Yes, he, he did. He did a, a bullet draw down the fairway. No, and you no. said it was, it was a, a snap, snap hook. It was a snap hook five iron. Look at his it, face. It wasn't a, a three wood, five, five wood, three wood. wood. It wasn't a snap hook. But did you see the 18th in regulation, the 72nd hole, when he did a, a bullet slice, slap, slap cut, slap cut, whatever it was? It was it was ugly on the shot link, but it was beautiful in its results. I think that's we need to take that. Like it can it can be ugly sometimes as long but, as the results. But are you you thinking it was it was purposeful is what I'm trying to get to, Doug. It was yes. purposeful. That one was purposeful. I will agree there. The the five wood off eighteen is sawgrass snap toe. It hook. wasn't a snap toe hook. So well, either way, let's get into 
this Solomon Wilcott interview and uh, as he joined us on Beyond the Fairway. We'll argue about this later. We Solomon Wilcox! The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. See, Solomon, you played in my neck of the woods, man. What's that? I'm from Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, are you really? Yeah, that's the that's the only okay. team we could root for growing up. Shit. What, were the Bengals? Yeah. Ah, uh, that's right. You're only Colts. an hour away, right? Or the Colts. That was it. That was our team. Yeah, when the Colts first got there, they were horrible too, man. Yeah, so they, we they have, weren't we, that good when they first arrived in Indy. We didn't we didn't have that much to pick from no. in college basketball. So That's right. Oh, you got that. I covered college basketball for years, man. I covered the tournament when Bob Huggins and obviously Ooh. Patino was at Kentucky. Damn. And Tubby Tubby Smith That's first. Huggins was in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, they were See, hot. Tubby's my uncle. They were hot. Is that right? Yeah. Tubby, good, Tubby good people, man. Yeah, he was really good to me. Yeah, he was good. Tubby's the best, man. And Kentucky had a run, dude. They had like 10 McDonald All-Americans. Went to the finals three straight years, man. What year are you talking about? Is that Ron Mercer year or what no, year is that? Past yeah, Ron Mercer. Mer- Mercer, was, Mercer was there, but he was like a backup. But Mercer was front line the guys, it right? Was in the middle though, that was like back in Patino era. Like, yeah, it was in Patino know. era. Patino, because Patino went to back to back championships. Yeah. He won one, lost one, in Arizona, ninety-seven, and then Tubby won it the next year. So it was three years in a row. Mm-hmm. But Mercer was on those teams. Yeah, he left. He left. Uh, that was like. I mean, that's like I said, Kentucky basketball. Man. Antoine Walker. So, so that's Antoine so that's, Walker, so that's Tony. Yeah. That's Tony Delk then. Tony, Tony Delk, Delk was all on of that them. That's all of them. Yeah, that's all of them were Shimu on that Evans team. Was Nas, on that Nas, team. Nasir Muhammad. Yeah. Nasir was on that yeah. team. Yeah, Tony that's Delk. That's Will Antoine Steve. Walker. Antoine Walker is on the team. Derek Anderson. Derek, all those guys were. Yeah, Da was nice. Man. Da was, was nice. That's Da played with with Ron Mercer. That's right. That's right. Sorry, that's that was, great. Sorry, that was memory that, lane. That's my era, though. Will that like, was that was eighth grade all over again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It really was. <laughs> and then when Tubby got there, man, like then it was like you know the Tayshawn Prince era, etc. That's so, right. That's right. Sorry, that's right. we can we can go. All right, well, I, we're already recording. As you guys can see, Solomon Wilcott's in here going beyond the fairway with Will Lowry and myself today. Solomon, man, what's what's happening, Brian? I know you you just got out of here, man. You should just stay for the episode. But Solomon, what's up, man? <laughs> Will, Doug, hey, man, it's going great. Just finished three hours over on Sirius XM NFL Radio doing the show. And now I get to hang out with you guys for a little bit. Hold on. So, no, hold words, on. Now, is, is that is that opening drive? Yeah, it's called The Opening Drive on Sirius XM NFL Radio. It's the morning drive show, a three-hour show. Uh, the title of the show is The Opening Drive. So it's about golf. <gasps> yeah, it's about Man. golf. It's about no, you it's doing not, no. It's an opening drive of a football game. Oh, I thought. Yeah, oh, oh, I, I can't. Uh, I can't compute these. But it these... works. It works for golf. It works for golf. Yeah, it, it's so it, it's so funny. Like I compute 
when people talk about, you know, I, the, the cross references to drive and even when I watch football, they're like, man, 10 yards away. I'm like, man, just a pitch away. Why can't we get that man. first down? 10 yards, that's 30 feet. We're a lob wedge away from a, a touchdown? Come on, man. I'm going to tell you something, though. I know you guys, I don't know if you've ever done this. Standing on a tee box at a country club when they announce your name and you're hitting the opening drive of, a, of an 18-hole round. I did it at um, Riviera Country Club, Ooh, and yep. they announced they announce your they name. Announce I mean, you they, they, they you're like, "Hey, wait a minute, man! I'm not trying to do all." <laughs> but you know, it changes the whole perspective. You know, when all eyes are on you, and you either go hit it down the middle or shank one somewhere in the parking lot. Yeah. I ain't going out like that just so you guys. That, 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 that's 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 why I'm a big proponent of you know I, I argue with a lot of athletes saying, I don't understand how you get nervous playing football or basketball because it's oh. a reactionary sport. When we get to golf, man, oh. you got you got them little demons on your shoulders, man, and that, oh. ball, and that ball is not moving. Ball don't give a damn. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you guys have seen, I think it's on Apple, they've got the uh, documentary on, on Greg Norman, right? And his epic collapses in multiple tournaments. He was one of the great golfers right, of the 80s or 90s, pre-Tiger Woods. He was like mm. this, this great golfer. Absolutely. I couldn't finish out that fourth round. He would have so many more green. He never won the green jacket, by the way. No, never. never. Was, you know, you, you can't, we're not allowed to talk about Greg Norman right now. We're not yeah, allowed to talk about Greg, Greg Norman. Greg Norman is so much trouble over like, in the golf you know, world. He's, he's the leader of this live sports movement, this, this you know, competing league with the PGA Tour. Here, Solomon. So, you know, we're not allowed to to talk. About, we can talk about his blunders and misfortunes. But we that's what we were talking about. about. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Preface I, that. Yeah. Because we he's, he's used to losing. Will. You yeah. Know, he, as as we Solomon were, just we built were, up. We were, we were talking about the pressure. Yeah. That, that people feel in golfers, and that's where I was going with. Yeah. It. Yeah. He, right now. <laughs> right. Right. Right now. Like Greg. Greg Norman reminds us of. Of Trump in the XFL back in the eighties, hey, or was, you, hey, you, worse, was worse USFL? Sorry, USFL. Worse than Phil right now? Ooh. Yes, yes. Right really? now in this moment, absolutely. Worse than Phil? Yeah, uh, but, but that's I don't good, know about that. I don't no, know about that's that. a good statement though. Solomon, <laughs> real quick, completely off topic, but on topic for golfers. How, the NFL has had multiple competing leagues, right? So how has the NFL kind of stayed the course and not given a damn about these leagues, like we are seeing with Live versus the PGA Tour? I'll give you a great example. You know, right now the USFL has come back. But when it was here, real time in 84, guys like Herschel Walker played in that league. Guys like Reggie White mm. started their careers in that league. Mm -hmm. Steve Young, Anthony Carter. I could go mm -hmm. down. He's the a legend. I didn't legends know Steve Young. That's started nice. their careers playing in the USFL. And, yeah, we could talk about those players when we were talking NFL. Um, and we knew those players were ultimately – end up playing in the NFL because that's every boy's dream, right? So if you talk about every golfer's dream, every kid right now who's playing somewhere, their dream is to play on the PGA Tour, okay? Right. And now, now, they may have to take another road before they get there, but that is the destination. And I think if you're a PGA guy, you got to be confident in that. And I wouldn't get lost in the weeds of worrying about some other upstart or anything like that. I, I Listen – in, in the world of capitalism, more is better. Well, speak, All is good. It's well, going to be good. Well, speaking of capitalism, you know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Trump was leading the USFL at the time, correct? 
he was an owner he in the NFL of the new of the New Jersey Generals. Um, he did become the commissioner and then immediately drove it into the ground. <laughs> I mean, they tanked. Once he became the leader, because he was trying to move him from spring football where the league had been thriving. Now, I think it's a really good question on your part. And he wanted to move him to the fall. And the other owners were like, no, that's not what we wanted to do. And he was insistent on doing it. And, uh, and that's when it folded because you're not going to be able to compete real time with the NFL and have the fan base go sit and watch a USFL game in the fall, uh, you know, outside of watching an NFL game. And so they, they did win the lawsuit, by the way, the USFL did. They were awarded $1. Ah, that's, $1. that's, 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 that's handsome. Pity. That's, that's fitting. A, that's a handsome reward. So, so, so I guess you would say, like, Greg Norman is the new modern-day Trump, in a way? I, I mean, I, is that I, is that a stretch? I, I, I that might be a stretch. I, I, I okay. Might be a stretch. I, I'm that trying. I'm trying. But people will argue that. People will argue that's probably one of his first entities that he ran to the ground. Yeah, listen, I think what people should know is that Greg Norman was a very successful businessman. He is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, while he was playing on the PGA Tour. And he mm. couldn't win out a lot of these major tournaments. But the guy was making bank yes. um, in terms of his professional life. And, and so that's when, you know, a lot of a lot of people, if you know the history of the PGA Tour, he was a guy that banked a lot of money, maybe didn't win a lot of the major tournaments. And people started to question, okay, why are you playing? Are you, are you really about the integrity of the sport, um, holding up the history of the sport? You should be out there chasing. Um, and even Jack... Uh, Jack said it himself. He was like, look, you can't begrudge a man for making his money. <laughs> and right. so, no, so I think can't. you have to be able to parse uh, what he has done. And I think he's been good for the game in some ways, very challenging for the game in a lot yeah. of ways. So, Absolutely. Solomon, Solomon it seems like you are very versed and well-read in golf. Like, how did you get your start in the game? Oh, it was cool, yeah. It wasn't until I got to college that I uh, first started playing golf. Uh, my stepfather, he took me out for a round and I played and I was horrible, but I was hooked. You know, I just loved all the new, it was kind of like you're playing chess, but you're on this big field and every shot and every moment is very strategic, right? And it's very, and every move, right? It's very costly. And I was used to playing basketball where when you play basketball, it's a lot of trash talking. Mm. So I love the contrast of golf, the gentleman's game. Uh, not a lot of trash talking, even though guys do it now. But back then, when you first broke in, wasn't a lot of trash talking. Uh, and golf is a beautiful game, man. It's it's where I go now for my peace of mind, for um, to hang out with my buddies. We smoke a cigar, we play around the golf, talk a little bit of trash in the, the gentle, <laughs> you know gentleman's way. Uh, but it, golf is a beautiful game. I was gonna no say talking trash. I mean, you can't hang with me and Will. That's about all we do. But That's but I like the I like the golf trash talk, Will, because it's subtle, right? It's, subtle. it's like That's somebody right. somebody might hit it in the trees, That's and you're right. like, yes. man, that was a great swing. Though. Yes, yeah, <laughs> great swing. Because you know, had plenty of speed. But you, but, you, speed. But, but you know the thing, like you can't you you have to be real, very specific who you talk trash to, especially in the That's football true. world. Because I've seen Jerry Rice when I talk trash to Jerry Rice, he gets into a different dimension. And That's I'm right. like, 
I'm like, all right, Jerry, you know we're still friends. Are we still friends after this? No. Yeah. No, <laughs> no we're not. No. So, you football guys, man, I, it's not as subtle trash. I don't know if that carries over to golf. I'm not sure. No, man. We look, dude. It, can, it might get physical, so you got to be careful. Football I believe that. Player, if, if the wrong switch goes off, you know what I'm saying? You know what, I'm, you know what they say, let sleeping giants lie. A- exactly, exactly. Some of these guys, you don't want to wake them up like that. I, I, <laughs> the, the, mo- the most physical altercations I've seen on a golf course was a month football players Doug like NFL guys I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say their names but I've seen I may have seen Eric Davis go at it it gets bad Summer who you playing with when you out there and out and about man you got any uh any folks that you that's consistently in your foursomes oh Merrill Hodges that's my dude he and I we play I don't want to say every day, but every chance we get. But that's because we belong to the same country club. You know, we don't live down in Florida. Uh, we don't live in Windermere. Uh, you know, we don't live out in Scottsdale, Arizona. So Easy now. Hold on now. And, and no, I lied. Those places are cool. That's all good. I'm just saying that I live in a place where we get a real winter. So we don't get to play all year round. Uh, but we belong to a very wonderful club. Um, it's championship-style golf. And uh, but when winter sets in, we kind of have to hang them up. Spring and summer comes around, we start to get back out. And, and now, where are you again, Solomon? Where are you? I live in Cincinnati. Oh, you live in Cincinnati. Oh, live in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. I know oh, you played yeah. there, but you hung. Yeah. I didn't realize you hung, yeah. hung your hat there in the well, the yeah. top of the South, will Midwest, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I started my career in local television at the local NBC affiliate. We were talking earlier. I covered college basketball in this area. Covered the Reds a lot at spring training and through the season. Um, and obviously covered the Bengals, uh, worked in local television at a local NBC affiliate before going over um, to ESPN. So I, I just stayed in the area and love it here. I mean, well, go ahead. Well, let me ask this real quick because I, I find this, this question really interesting. You're a professional athlete. You transitioned to the mic uh, in front of the camera. I want to talk a little bit about what, what are some of the steps you did, you took to get from the league now to where you are today. You mean why I didn't get the um, $375 million contract while I was basically, still playing? Basically. Whenever you retire, you know. Basically. I mean, I mean you, were, you were hot. Oh, you were hot on um, wait, Facebook at the time. You were hot on, uh, what's, what's the other one? What's the, pre, what's the first social media? MySpace. Cell phone. MySpace. MySpace. You were hot on MySpace at the time. <laughs> no. Man, no, I, I went to work. As an unpaid intern at the local NBC affiliate, I remember um, logging highlights for our news anchor so that when he did the highlights, I had to log the plays in the game, watch the Reds game. I'd log the home runs, log the pitch count so he'd know what the pitch count was when he called the home run right in his highlights. I went from there to becoming a writer, then a producer, and then I became a reporter and sports anchor. So this is all post NFL. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. All po- oh wow. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So so you went you went you went from NFL to winning an Emmy. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. nice. No, the Emmy came years later <laughs> after working in the basement of a of a local NBC <laughs> affiliate, and then I went to ESPN where I was the um, sideline reporter for Sunday Night Football. Worked with Joe Theismann, Mike Patrick, Paul McGuire, and then won an Emmy as a sports reporter uh, working for the. Worldwide leader at ESPN. Well, 
who doesn't love ESPN, Will? I just, you know, I, I also work for ESPN Two. I'm just saying that. Not ESPN Two. I work for ESPN Plus. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm not there yeah, yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on them streaming. streaming You're in the family. You're in the family. <laughs> hey, but from your seat though, as we as we switch back to golf, um, and there, especially being there in Cincinnati, do you feel like you are kind of this? Uh, I want to say a beacon for kids in the game of golf, but do you feel some responsibility to help grow the game as a black man that does enjoy just being out there on grass, chasing the ball around? You know, I think it's a really good question. Um, I remember it was 97. Uh, Tiger Woods is getting ready to play in the Masters. I think it was going to be his second year. We kind of sensed that this could be historical, that this could be a groundbreaking moment for the game of golf, for minorities. And so um, there's a gentleman here in Cincinnati um, who had Jimmy Woods? Mm. You can look him up. The mm. guy had played in. He was a he was a historically great um, African American golfer who was prohibited from playing on the PGA Tour because of his race. Mm. He had the talent, but was not afforded the opportunity to play on the PGA Tour. And so I went and interviewed him after watching Tiger sink the final putt. Uh, on that Sunday to win it, I had already arranged to go and interview Jimmy Woods, who had, who still to this day owns course records all around the country. He was phenomenal. So I went and interviewed him to talk about Tiger Woods, to talk about his dream that had been deferred, right? Mm. Imagine mm-hmm. you have a dream to grow up and be Tiger Woods. You have the talent to be Tiger Woods. But because of the system that you live in, it ain't going to allow you to be mm-hmm. who you are. And, and with a heavy heart, we did that interview, and he cried as he answered the questions. And he said, I'm not mad at him, no. I see myself in Tiger Woods, and I love what he's doing. And I got to see it before I left this earth, because this guy was on an oxygen tank doing this interview. And it was one of the most moving interviews that I've ever done with anyone. But I saw the game of golf grow. I saw it be it open up to kids from urban communities, less uh, lesser background communities, where prior to that, it was really a country club sport. Oh, if your family wasn't a member of a country club, <laughs> most likely hey, you you weren't playing the game of golf. Hey, Solomon, I, you, you got me interested in Jimmy Woods. Where can we find that interview? Go Google him. I, well, you'd have to go YouTube you to got, maybe find this that, thing. That man. interview's on VHS, Will. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> with, the, but, with the long remote yeah. control. <laughs> but you know what? You know what, man? We crossed over a lot. I, I, I'm able to find a lot of the work that I did before a lot of this technology even existed. And then you can go and you can YouTube and find uh, a lot of that work. So thank thank God for archives, man. Thank you right. for that kind of technology to preserve some of that historical work. Because it, it was a groundbreaking interview. But that's that's kind of how I go back to when you talk about the historically um, how you categorize the game of golf. I think the world of golf is pre-Tiger Woods, post-Tiger Woods, particularly as, yeah. it, as it pertains to minorities. All Absolutely. around the world. Absolutely. He's, 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 he was on the head, didn't he? No, he was a key focal point, man. That, every every black entertainer I know in the space started when Tiger, the Monday after he won. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> the right. was advanced. Like, let me get that <laughs> Nike. Let me, let me get that let Nike. Get that. Uh, is that a wood? Is that a wood? The pinnacles or the or the Pro V? Well, it wasn't uh, Pro V. Hey, it was professionals yeah. back then. Hey, then and then I heard one guy say, "Ooh, this pinnacle got my name on it. I'm keeping this one." <laughs> hey, that's back when people played Slasinger. That's when Maxfly was hot. <laughs> hey, 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 women, women started playing the game too. Oh, that credit. is true. And that that is true. There, and there's, I don't know her, 
But I'm sure there was some woman who said, my name is also on that Big Bertha Club. Mm. Mm. Get it? Yeah, no, 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 I get it. Everybody talking about Aunt Big Bertha. Everybody talking about that. Hey, so there's a rumor. Now, I don't know how much is how much of it is true. I hear two sides. But there's a rumor that the Callaway Club, was the, the driver Big Bertha, was named after Jim Dent's uh, mother. They called her Big Bertha. And Jimmy Dent, I that's, covered that's him what, on the tour. I covered him on the senior tour. He could hit it, bro. Oh, yeah, he, he hit, could it. hit no it. No question. And, and he too. was one of the first guys that Callaway has signed. Now, I don't know if the Big Bertha's resembling a family member. That, I'll that's, let what him that. that's what I heard. That's what I heard. I can see the correlation there. I, I we all we that. all have a Big Bertha in our family. But, hey, hey, right. So, I got it. You know, uh, a couple weeks ago, we had uh, Jerry Bailey, one of the Hall of Fame jockeys. Uh, uh, for horse racing, yeah. and we Doug and I we picked his brain. We, we we picked his brain about how he didn't can we, pick the right horse. He, 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 he showed sure it. He did not pick the. However, right horse. it was definitely it was definitely informational and was informal that we were trying to find ways of increasing our pockets, get our pockets fat. Ah, I see so, what you were doing. So so now we got to ask you because we are in, we are coming up um, upon the next NFL season. Yeah. Is there a long shot that I can put some money on Vegas eyes on a team? That we can probably, you know, have uh, who may not be the typical, you know, winner who may not be a winner, but could probably, you know, win in the so long you, shot. So you want, say, last year's Cincinnati Bengals? Yes, that's, want, that's exactly want, what I want. I didn't want to say looking, it, but yes. You're looking for who could be the Cincinnati Bengals? They're Detroit the Lions, but not Detroit Lions out there. <laughs> you, I, that's you. I, I'm not. I'm not leaning in that direction. Um, I, I like it though. But it would have to be a team that wasn't in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. And not only uh, get into the playoffs in 2022, but go deep into the postseason. Okay. I think that team could be, say, a team like the Miami Dolphins. Miami Ooh. Dolphins. I think the Miami okay. Dolphins could be one of those teams. The Chargers could be one of those teams. Chargers didn't make the playoffs Yeah, but they, bar- they barely yeah. not made it, though. They, but they, they did, but they didn't make it. They, they didn't I, make listen, it. Okay. I already laid out the criteria, and you agreed to it. You're right. You, okay, you, you're right. I laid it out, and you said, okay. So that's I, how you got to talk to him. And then, that's I, how you and then I give it to him, and he would say, but. My <laughs> English teacher told me everything that comes before the word but don't count. That is you true. And, so, and, you, and, so you negated everything I said by using your word but. And Doug, that's coming from a that's coming from somebody who majored English English literature. So English, English literature, English literature. Right. Yes, yeah, yeah. So. so that's why I laid it out first. So it, so whatever I say can stand out. <laughs> that that is true. Absolutely. So if you didn't make the playoffs the year before, and you make the playoffs the next year and go deep into the postseason, that's a long shot. That's right. That's a, it. May that's not a be a, It's not rich strike. It's not an eighty-four to one. You know, long shot, right? True. But True. it is a long shot. So those are two teams. The, the Dolphins are one of those teams that added enough. I think they have an offense that's quarterback friendly. And I'm a, I would go with the Jets, man, because they had a great draft. I think their young quarterback is going to be dynamic. In this but they're still, the, they're still the Jets, though. Still well, the Jets. and they're New still Jersey the Jets. Too. And they got to go up against Buffalo. And they got to go up against the Patriots. And so I'm not giving them that. But, yeah. but don't be surprised if the Jets are going to be much more of a tougher out. Okay. Okay. I can um, put my money on Jets. The AFC is loaded. That's what you should know. The Denver Broncos, too, with Russell Wilson. Mm. I don't Ooh. know if it's a long shot, but they didn't make the playoffs last year. And uh, they could be a team that can make some, some noise if they get into the postseason. Now, okay. how surprised were you that Brady said, I'm coming back? 
Oh, I got to no, ask that we, question. I, I, no. I just, well, you I, know, he, he I, quit for I, an hour and a half. You know, I know people <laughs> on the inside, right? Right. So we, we had heard that he just didn't want to play in Tampa anymore. He still, uh, he, he uh, wanted to retire from Tampa. That uh, he still uh, wanted to play. That's uh, kind of what we heard. And that's why when the announcement came out that he retired, there was a lot of stuff around it because we knew that he wanted out from the team, but maybe wanted to keep playing. Yeah. I think once he got out there, he saw that he couldn't shake loose from the team. They were going to hold him to the contract because he had another I he year. Th- I, I feel like he found deal. his golf game was trash. He just played a couple rounds and was like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't that wasn't, this but Dougie, but, but, but that, that was that wasn't it though. It was it was the honeydew list his wife had him to do. He's like, oh. hell no, <laughs> I gotta go out and get paprika and 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 honey. Yeah, no, yeah. there's no way I'm doing that. And, no, and, and so yeah, I think there were a number of things, right? And he got out there and you said, look, um, they weren't gonna let him out of his contract. They were gonna hold him to it. So he would have had to sit out a year to go play for another team. Uh, so he just said, look, I'll come back to Tampa. And there are a lot of worse things. If you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers roster, it's yeah. loaded. It's so, like a team. Yeah, so, you know, he's got a shot of winning a Super Bowl. And I think he and Byron Leftwich have a thing. I was going to say that. Yeah. I think, I think B.A., let's face it, <laughs> I know B.A. didn't like what was said, but I think, I think everybody felt like they could move further and faster Without BA. Hey, Doug, hey, hey, Doug don't know shit about football. This is funny. This is, this is, this was funny. Doug said, yeah, the thing. Doug don't know shit about <laughs> football, bro. I just go sign it, Doug. Why you call me out? All right, it's fair. No, no, I, I no. Heard that. Hey, Doug, I'm hey, Doug, Doug, Doug's like, Doug's like, Doug's like a, a quarterback. What, what a change. I went to the bank. I don't want a quarterback. What are you talking about? Easy. Easy. <laughs> easy. I don't want a quarterback. It's all right, Doug. After we're done here, man, you don't know a thing. Too. I yeah. preach, that's what I'm saying, man. It's not that I don't watch football. It's just that I, I care too much about golf. There's so many nuances in, in course data that I got to absorb. With. What's the what's the handicap looking like these days, though? I played in the U.S. Open qualifier two days ago and shot two over par. So, Go here, bro. Okay. Yeah, it's, we'll, right, we'll, 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 we'll move on that conversation. We, we'll we, shot we, WD in his U.S. Open qualifier. That, that, WD? Yeah, yeah that was because I was drunk. You was drunk. was drunk. Was, was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Salman. Salman, we got to get you out of here. The only way that we know how, you'll never get this question anywhere but right here, Beyond the Fairway, presented by Genesis. You're going to go play golf with four rappers. Okay, y'all playing a five balls. Five of y'all out there. I don't care if they dead or alive, they play golf, don't play golf. Who you pull up to the golf course with? Dude, hey, number one is going to be Biggie. It's going to mm. be Biggie. Storyteller. Got to have Biggie. Got to have, you know, I, I love a wordsmith. Um, so you got to have Tupac, mm. right? Mm. That, that, yeah. Misdirection on a wordsmith, Tupac. Okay, uh, go ahead. Just, uh, wordsmith, right? Okay. A builder of words. Mm. Nice. And um, look, my yeah. other guy, man, who I, I just always love to do, because I think he's just straight cold-blooded, most deaf. Ooh. Most deaf. Most that's first. That's the first. That's the first most deaf. Most most deaf. I know. That's yeah, I like. That's because y'all nice. bring. Y'all gotta have somebody who come on screaming, yelling, edgy. Most not deaf I. go. Most not, deaf gonna break your brain. And not I. Not I. But that 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 new wave of rap right now. I'm I, I'm not the biggest fan because I go deaf right after hearing one song. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, most deaf is silent. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you got so. you got one more though. You got one more. We got one more. Playing foursome. Playing a four ball. Oh man, um, it's tough. Oh god, 
who would be my next? It's going to be from the hip-hop era. The real so, hip-hop era. Yeah, man. That could be uh, anyone from... I'm trying to think. Who's would, my guy? Would you put Nas on that list? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Nas is tight. I love Nas. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's make it Nas. See, I could play Nas, with Nas let's now. Let's go with Nas. He got too much money Nas. not to play with nowadays. Yeah, let's not Nas. Nas, yeah. Nas going to increase my pockets, too. Just like I got these yeah. NFL picks. I believe yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. No, Nas is tight. But, you know, hey, look, Jay-Z, if I threw Jay-Z in, I think that would really do it. That would break it because Jay-Z is just bad boy. Bad boy. Nice. Bad nice. boy. I, so, I like it. Jay-Z I'm gonna go, is, uh, let's, a, throw, let's throw Jay-Z on that. Right? A, See, don't look song. at Jay-Z as just a rapper. Huh? No, yeah, he's too big to even give him He's a businessman. He's a businessman. He's a mogul. Exactly. He's a mogul. Right. He's the industry, bro. He really is. Well, Jay Z said the rap. He's a foursome. I'll put your house on my wall. What he say? What he say, Dougie? In his last last release, he told yeah. he said to to people out there, "I got your house, your little mansion. Yeah. I got it hanging on my wall." That's uh. right. That means yeah. Uh. That means yeah. It's my wall. art. My art collection <laughs> is worth more than the house you live in. That's Chill out. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's true. That's yeah. Right. That's I, right. I, I, I got I cool did, balloons. I did find it. I did find it. One of the one of his hottest lines. He was like, you know, the young kids that are waving money. I'm paraphrasing. Are waving money on Instagram? He said that that's not money to us. Yeah, <laughs> that's that not money. You're talking over. That's not money over yeah, here. Yeah, that's not money over here. Yeah. yeah so that's, that's loose I, 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 we can go. We can go. Look, I might not know the NFL, but I got but some Jay Z quotes. He sure does, and <laughs> he won't be faking the funk on that one. Hey, Solomon, we appreciate you stepping here, going beyond the fairway right here at Golf Channel NBC, presented by Genesis. Tell the people what you're doing, where you at, how to find you. Let us know, man. Where you at? First of all, you can take a listen on Sirius XM NFL Radio, Channel 88, the opening drive. Um, That's where I'm living from 7 to 10 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Go to at Solomon's Wisdom on Twitter. Um, The same for uh, Instagram. And take a listen to the Believe in Bengal podcast, man. You can catch it on the Sirius XM app as well. Um, it's Don't Listen, man. Me and Adam Pac-Man Pac-Man. Jones giving you all the love Heck. for Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, I love, I love Pac-Man. Man, he got you me did excited it. about you it. You did that it was, right, dog. That I mean, was perfect. Yeah, we got to work on that, Will. Like, yeah, you we're not there yet. When you were <laughs> hey, a vet, it's, it's hey, different. Hey, hey, <laughs> if, you can't different. Pl- if you can't plug yourself, who can you plug? Nobody. Man. Nobody. <laughs> Come on, man. Nobody. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Beyond the Fairway is presented by Genesis Motor America and the first ever GV70. Dynamic design and exhilarating performance make the game your own. And shout out to Solomon coming in here, going beyond the fairway with Will Lowry and myself. Man, you know what's interesting, Will, how Solomon can, you know, you talk about the competing leagues and, and how um, the USFL, the, the all these different football leagues have popped up. And then here we go with golf. Fast forward years later, now golf's got a competing league and this live stuff. And you know what? I'm going to shout Phil Mickelson out. You should have played last week. I'm kind of upset. You should have. You just should have done it. Controlled your own narrative, Phil. Take my advice. But thank you so much to uh, to Solomon for coming in here, Will. But 
we we didn't get to talk about it, Will, earlier, is Tiger Damn Woods. Hmm. I'm wearing hmm. a shirt. Tiger Woods makes a cut. The number one player in the world didn't make the cut, but the old man made the cut. But then he threw the deuces on after Saturday's round, Will. How did that make you feel? Uh, I, I mean, I'm cool. In, in order to keep him and preserve his uh, his body so we can get more of Tiger, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. I, I'm okay with him WDing. I mean, kind of remind me when I WD in the U.S. <laughs> Open qualifier. I get it. We just have to preserve our body for other events. Yeah, he's not going to have so, to write that letter, though. Yeah. <laughs> Dear USGA, I'm sorry, Will Lowry. Uh, you know, my arm was aching, my back. Something was hurting at that time. Oh, but okay. but 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 I did not quit. Yeah, ego was bruised. That's what happened. That's what it was. My, <laughs> my ego, my ego was severely over par. Um, but however, uh, I am. You know, I, I'm. I appreciate. I appreciate that because I need him to get ready for a course that is less hilly. Mm. St Andrews is flat. Do whatever he has to do, stretch. If he has to, you know, do some some Bikram yoga, I don't care. Just get ready so we can see the essence of Tiger Woods. The essence, the, his true essence at one of his favorite courses. Bikram, I'm okay with that. Bikram yoga and St. Andrews. Never heard the two. It's okay. In, in That's what we similar, do. We, could, we connect. That's what we, we in connect, In folks. a similar sentence. Well, let, let's go back, though, Will, because... Yes, we were in Tulsa. We got to play some night golf. That was fantastic. Shout out to Bradford Wilson, the most moisturized man in golf. Will, night golf was dope. I think that needs to be something that we see, you know, more places um, across the country because it it just gives you another avenue to play this game. Yeah, that night golf can fall. It is golf, but I think that can fall in the category of off-course facility, you know. I think it can fall in the off-course facility. I really do. I really it's, do, but it's a golf course. It's, yeah, but yeah, but but that's more of an entertainment silo, an introduction silo. Part three night golf is more of an entertainment introduction silo, more than actual golf in general. I think that can be considered off course field. Well, regardless, so, it was dope. The, it, was. it needs to be something that happened. Uh, and whatever we do, we got to preserve part three golf, especially with the night lights. Now, well, I saw something over the weekend coming out of the PGA Championship that broke yesterday that, that really surprised me. And we can flash, uh, I think Golf Week broke it. Golf Week there at USA Today. Jack Nicklaus is being sued by Jack Nicklaus. How, how is this even a real thing? You know what? We're going to go old school, Will. I'm giving him the shake of the week. Nope, I know we haven't done it. In nope. pre-production, you say nothing about no damn shank of the week. Or I'm going to call it right. shank of the week. I'm giving Jack Nicholas or Jack Nicholas the shank of the week for being sued by the Nicholas companies. That's all I got to say. Look up this article. It's fascinating. I don't even understand how this is even a reality, but Nicholas companies are suing Jack. Nick- the, the company is suing the name. So, Very interesting. So, Very interesting so, stuff. So does a legend Jack Nicholas get shank of the week? Ah, uh, you just shake. You bring yeah, Shane of the yeah. Week back. Hold on, you bring Shane of the Week back. Impromptu, you give it to the legend, the great. Yeah, I'm not. Dude, nobody's exempt. Nobody's bro. exempt, bro. You do I'm some clean. shank. You do some shankless stuff. You don't get shanked. 
Hey, as always, we appreciate you rocking with us. Doug Smith, Will Lowey right here, Beyond the Fairway, presented by Genesis Golf Channel, NBC Sports. So many people to thank. Congratulations to Justin Thomas getting his second PGA Championship. He's won 15 times now, two of those majors. Solomon Wilcox, thank you so much coming here, going Beyond the Fairway with Will and me. And uh, you never know what will be next, so don't stop. Follow. Keep it rolling. Beyond the Fairway, Genesis, what's up? Will. Uh, I, it was good to see you, man. It really it was. was. It, it was. was like in the flesh, not in this damn box right here. It's like I want. I, I want to make a note. Every time I attended the PGA Championship, Justin Thomas won. I just want to make that note. I, oh. I really there's something. Two and, for two. And I was one of the individuals that asked a question when he won it here at Quail Hollow here in Charlotte. Asked the question uh, about what? Uh, in the media when he his post conference. Okay. Interview. It was kind of cool. I'll see if I can find that clip. But we'll I, have to go, we'll go I think that. I have something to do with him winning, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I do. Hey, white people, everybody needs a friend with dreads. Justin Scott Will. JT. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, well, give it a year because we won't be, we're going to be a ball for <laughs> The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.